Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so lean and mean. We're back. The Golf Insiders, wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk in the house. Ali G. And Will Perry tweeting away and liking you all on Facebook. Exactly. Because that's what we do. We connect with you. And, you know, there was some other breaking news this past week in the golf industry. Big, big news for our very own Orlando-based Golf Week magazine, which was acquired by Gannett the nation's largest newspaper circulation company by circulation, and it will be managed by the USA Today Sports Media Group. Big, big news for all of our friends over there at Golf Week. And I one of our favorites. I spent some time there when I was in school at UCF. Jeff Babineau. Babs is on the line to uh, tell us what's happening. Hello, my friend. Well, hello, gang. Yes, Will is telling you he's on our intern Hall of Fame over there. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's funny. Yes, and yours truly spent some time uh, there back in the day in Winter Haven as well. That's that's right. That's right. Our Winter Haven roots. Yeah, it's a great, you know, USA Today is excited about the acquisition, which makes us excited. Uh, You know, I mean, we have Florida roots. We started in Charlie Stein's garage way back in the day in Winter Haven, you know, four plus decades ago. And we're still going strong today. So, you know, our mission is going to change. You know, we get out there and we like to get out and cover golf, see golf shots, be as authentic as we can be. And uh, with the USA Today brand with us now, I mean, it, it could give us a lot more exposure, certainly, and digital power and, and ability to do things video-wise and things like this. So uh, we're, we're all hoping it's a real win-win moving forward. Yeah, what it's such a great story, you know, such the American story, right? Charlie starting in his garage and then later his son Tom Stein, you know, taking it over and moving it to the next level and uh, you know, what a journey it's been. Yeah, it's been a great journey and the Steins kind of the it was Florida Golf Week way back when and you know, Rance Crane bought us 25 years ago. He's got a great legacy in the uh publishing business and uh, has, has a lot of periodicals up in, you know, New York and, and magazines and likes to write. He, loved, he always loved what we, we did at Golf Week. So he was gave us a lot of support, and he's been there for 25 years, and, and now we start a new chapter. And we, uh, you know, certainly it's tough times in the media business these days, but this gives us some hope going forward, and uh, we're all excited to keep on doing what we're doing. Well, and we're excited because, uh, you know, we have big love for Golf Week here in Orlando and at the Golf Insiders. Uh, but speaking of t- turning a page, we're now into the 2016-2017 season. Oh, yeah. So hard to wrap my brain around that, um, <laughs> 10 days after the Ryder Cup. Um, you know, what's your thoughts, Jeff, on what you, what you feel um, about this wraparound season? You like it? No, not necessarily. I mean, I, I think, you know, if there's a danger of ever getting too much golf, we kind of walk that tightrope this time of year, you know. Uh, but I understand why they do it. I mean, you have to give your your guys who have playing cards need opportunities to play. So this is a great opportunity. 
you know, all these web.com graduates in the old days might play once or twice on the West Coast. That's it. Now they have a fall schedule. They get their card. They're able to play four or five events, you know, get their feet on the ground a little bit and get going. So Orlando's on Rob Oppenheim, who just missed keeping a card. He had the 50th card last year out of the web.com. He really had 18 starts uh, this year to, to make it happen and keep a card. He earned a couple more by, you know, with some exemptions and getting into the U.S. Open. But that's tough. You know, it's not really equal playing field for the guys that are at the top and play these WGCs and the guys who just get a card and, and barely make it into the fringe of the tour. So you need these playing opportunities, so I understand why they do it, and, and here we are. Playing opportunities for sure, but, I mean, this typically used to be a time where, you know, guys would regroup. They would work on their game. Either, maybe they'd get to the gym. Maybe they would, you know, retool the swing a little bit to kind of prepare for the following season. But And I'm sure that they'll still do that to some degree, but I don't know that, and I'd like to definitely hear your thoughts, like when is that time going to come now? I mean, are we probably won't even really know for maybe a couple of years possibly. Right, so these guys now have to kind of build in their own time at different periods. You know, you'll see guys do it at the start of the year. Uh, you know, you'll see big guns maybe play in China this fall and not much else. So they're kind of building their break in now and getting that the big exhale after a long season. And, and uh, you know, guys just have to kind of figure out where they're going to go. I think some guys have learned, though, there's a value to playing a few times in the fall. If you can get yourself some FedEx Cup points and and not wait for the Florida swing to come around in March to really get going with the schedule, you can really help yourself. So, you know, last year we saw some young guys win early. Uh, Emiliano Grillo won this tournament at Silverado early, and Justin Thomas got his first win. And so for those guys, you know, there's, there's still big purses and big opportunities, and uh, you can really get yourself out to a hot start. Well, the time for other players like Jason Day to rest his back. Um, you know, it, 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 I think it's, like you said, it's, it's, a, you know, it's a juggle now for these guys in terms of picking and choosing where they're going to play and when they're going to take breaks. Yeah, no doubt. And even though way back in the day when we had this time off, we still would see a lot of silly season events. So these guys would still show up and play might be the Shark Shootout. It used to be the old Skins game. They might head off and play the Australian Open. You know, do some. It's a good time to kind of grow your your brand a little bit globally. So we have that with a World Golf Championship in China. You know, in the fall portion of the schedule. So yeah, and, and just kind of figure out your break. You know, these guys. You know, in the end, the tour might have 47 or 48 events. Maybe the big guys have 20, 21 starts and. And there's a lot of time off in there, so you just got to be right, you know, build it in there right and get yourself enough rest and be ready to play when you're out there playing. Well, Bill Haas is playing in the Safeway this week and is a dad. Jay Haas wins, becomes the second oldest PGA Tour champion winner with his wife catting. How how about that stuff? Well, it was awesome. And that's one of those stories that golf gives us. And I kind of drew some parallels to watching Tiger not play this week, you know. Jay Haas was really frustrated out there. His last top ten was in January, struggling with his game, not getting younger, and all of a sudden he finds it and wins last week. And and it it just shows you it can happen at any time. So, you know, you look at the whole Tiger parallel, and he's going to take more time. He's not ready to play. I'm fine with that. He's going to have one more chance to really have this comeback. 
but why not make it right and make sure he's ready? And and then, you know, golf is out there still. There's going to be some weeks when he puts it together and can pop in there, just the way Jay Haas did last week. So, you know, golf gives us those stories. It's kind of magical about that, and uh, it was really good to see him win. Absolutely. Well, Babs, we appreciate, as always, you spending some time with us, and congrats on the new deal. And uh, as always, check Jeff's stories out at GolfWeek.com and tweet him because he tweets. Absolutely. Go- at GolfWeekBabs, right? Babs with a Z. That's right. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Babs. Thanks so much. All right, Will Perry, who's your pick? Paul Casey. Paul Clean and Casey. Ooh. He's playing too well right now. Ooh. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Phil. All right, I like it. I think it's going to be a fun tournament. It's always good to see what's going on out there in uh, the Napa Valley area. And um, hmm, let's see. Sleeper My pick? S- sleeper pick? I don't know that it's much as a sleeper because I know who you're going to pick. I'm going for back-to-back wins. I'm sure you are. Emiliano. All right. Rookie of the year. There you go. All right, well... As always, we just keep chugging along here at the Golf Insiders and uh, week one of the 2016-2017 season. Thanks for staying with us. We'll be back next week. We love you. Bye-bye.